Hello and welcome to the only podcast that's all about Fort Meade, our community, and life in the military. I'm your host, Joe Nieves. And I'm your co-host, Sherry Kuiper, and you're listening to Fort Meade Declassified. Hey, Jasmine. Hi, Joe. How are you? Good. <laughs> how's, it, how's it feel being in the, in the driver's seat with me? It's a little bit intimidating. It's weird, I, right? I feel like I have some big shoes to fill with Sherry being gone. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. But I think you're going to be just fine. Sherry, Sherry, Sherry. I, I couldn't even fill Sherry's shoes. Like, you know, Sherry's just is too much in a good way. <laughs> she's very knowledgeable. Yes. Yeah. And and she's been doing this with me now for almost almost two years. So, wow. w- yeah, we just we get in the we get behind the wheel and we just go, you know, that's mm-hmm. that sort of thing. But, yeah, I'm glad you're here and you're going to bring some nice new perspectives to the table, which is which is always nice. So, so we just had the 4th of July weekend. Right. Yeah. So how was that for you? What did you do? It was really nice. We went to uh, the fireworks display that the mm-hmm. base had on Friday. Yes. Red, white, blue. It was really blue. nice. Yeah. We went out to Annapolis, walked around, got some ice cream, which is great. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it was really hot, so. <laughs> yeah. I bet that came in uh, handy. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't mm-hmm. been to a good ice cream place in a long time. And I have kids, so we always go to like, you know, Dairy Queen, which is good. It's mm-hmm. just not the same as like a handmade kind of ice cream kind of place like the really you know? nice like rich creamy kind yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's the best we have a place like that in downtown frederick where i live so we may have to go yeah and take a trip down there mm-hmm. and you know <laughs> now that you brought it up now i have to do it <laughs> how was your fourth ours was good uh it was mellow we did a lot of rearranging in the house so we were super busy i, I mean our service members know all about what that's like having to constantly redo your house every time you go somewhere new mm-hmm. or you know sometimes you just need a change yeah and so that's what we did we, we rearranged our house a little bit we upgraded our kids beds from young kids beds to kind of like now they're going to almost be teenagers soon so we upgraded that was a lot of work but it was it was good it worked out and then last night we went, we drove around, we saw some fireworks, and that was nice. It's really yeah. a nice weekend. Yeah. Nice to round it off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you started off with work, and then it mm-hmm. got mellow afterwards. And then next week, uh, they're, at the end of this week, they're doing fireworks again. Wow. So by the time this airs, I'll have seen fireworks like two or three times. It's going to be great. Well, living in the city, I see fireworks all the time. Yeah. Just like popping off. Just randomly. Any time of the night. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So, you know, we have a great show today. Today we got... Dave Engel. Yeah, He's Dave Engel. He's the new safety director. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Dave's got some interesting new... He has like weekly safety mottos he's going to be sharing with us. So you're going to start seeing those on social. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be really cool. But, you know, we'll get to that. But right now we're in the middle of PCS season. You know, I talked about changing your house around and stuff like that. And we wanted to remind everybody that we have the PCS webpage that we created recently and is now live on the website. And what's great about the page is it has resources for all branches, uh, whether you're coming or you're going, whether you're going CONUS or OCONUS, or for those of us who are not military, you know, if you're going overseas or stateside, we have loads of resources on there. So check it out. It's very helpful. And if you have any ideas or anything you think it might need, shoot us an email or, or get on social and send us a message. We'll get that, uh, we'll get that sorted out. I'm kind of the guy who does it. 
You are the guy. You're the, the one person in the office that <laughs> knows how to do all this stuff. So. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, send it my way. I'll definitely help you out. I mean, I want our PCS process to get better. We we all struggle with PCS season. It's tough. It's hard work. Our, sp- our spouses and our sponsors work very hard to make sure that our families are taken care of. So, you know, we want to make sure you have the tools that you need. So definitely stop on by. And it's awesome that it covers all services, not yeah. just Army, yeah. uh, Army-based. Yeah, so so that's something we're doing a lot now. Um, well, I mean, we should have, we, you know, we've always been Army-centric because, you know, that's what we think about when we think about Fort Meade. But the thing is, is we're not. We're so multi-service and there's so many uh, different branches, you know, all of the branches, but so many service members from different uh, branches on the installation mm-hmm. that like right now I'm in the process of building an EFMP page, an exceptional family member program page. And that's going to be very purple. It's going to be very joint, very, very multi-service, and it's going to have resources from everywhere. And mm-hmm. that's going to be on our website, hopefully very soon. <laughs> Still, you know, an approval process and, you know, what, what's the word when you do uh, quality assurance, mm-hmm. a lot of quality Got insurance. <laughs> check all the boxes, make sure everything's all lined up. Yeah, exactly. Got to make sure everything's good, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and again, that's another thing that, you know, once it goes live, you know, our community is going to see it and they're going to start using it. And if there's any suggestions, any comments, anything you think we're missing, Definitely let us know because you know the process. A lot of you know the process better than we do mm-hmm. in, in a lot of ways. And, and that's because you, you've been in the middle of it. And that's what we need. That's the perspective we need. So definitely, definitely. reach out. All right. Um, actually, next week we have the town hall, right? Yes, we have the town hall coming up in a few days. Mm-hmm. By the time this airs, it'll be like two days later because it's on Thursday the 14th mm-hmm. at 530, like it always is. On Facebook. On Facebook. And we're, I think we're going to have the Kimbrough, new Kimbrough commander. Mm-hmm. Uh, he should be on the page. His name will be in the show notes. And we're going to talk about all the things that are going on. I know this is a long time coming because we had to actually uh, shift the date a little bit. But uh, this is Colonel Nyland's last town hall. He's going to be really missed. Yeah, Mm -hmm. very much so. And that also lines up with the fact that he'll be on our next podcast episode. He will. Yeah. Uh, So that should be airing, like, what? July 26th, July 26th right yes. before his change of command. The day before the mm-hmm. change of command. So that's going to be really fun. It's going to be really interesting. We're going to have um, the PAO, Chad Jones, interviewing him. So it should be a really fun time. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and and maybe we can get Chad to do our uh, rapid fire question series. That'd we love awesome. to always do. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, nobody knows the colonel like Chad Jones does because Chad Jones is there all the time. Everything the colonel does, <laughs> Chad's there. So it's going to be great to see the two of them kind of interact, you know, behind the scenes finally, you know. <laughs> so, but we have a great show lined up. We have David Engel coming up and Dave, it's great to have you on the show. Uh, thank you for having me. So Dave, you're you're new to the team, right? Uh, definitely. Been on for about two months now. Two months. Excellent. Well, can can you tell us a little bit about your background? What kind of expertise and experience you bring to the Fort Meade team? Uh, most recently, I was over at Kimbrough working as their safety manager, but initially I had I have about 20 years of uh, safety experience starting in 2001 um, as an aviation safety officer uh, with the U.S. Army as a helicopter pilot out in uh, Hawaii. Oh, wow. And then um, 
rose through the ranks as a safety person working at the company, battalion, culminating ultimately as the uh, user aviation safety officer as my last job before I retired out of uh, Wiesbaden, Germany, and then transitioning uh, immediately into, uh, well, almost immediately, about a six-month break, but then going into safety as a civilian with U.S. Army Africa and wow. uh, USAG Italy. So definitely a lot of experience. Yeah. A few, a few years. <laughs> so uh, what can the Fort Meade community do to increase uh, safe road practices on and off base? Well, so, uh, that's a, a good question. And it, it's multifaceted in that there's a number of things that can be done. And and a lot of them are individualistic in that the in, making sure the community is, is educated on safe practices and, and reminded of those practices and then reinforcing those practices with through DES, you know, our Department of um, Emergency Services, that being the MPs, reinforcing it throughout the community. A, a lot of it is through choice where we're aware of it, but we take some risks that we don't necessarily need to take. Oh, I might be a minute late for this meeting I'm running a little bit behind, so I'm going to push the limit a little bit. And and there's and the reality is there's no meeting or any event that we generally do in the garrison that it's worth the risk of a life on the roadways. Yeah. Um, that being said, especially for the younger pop, youngest population uh, in our community, that being the kids, and with the summertime, they're definitely out out and about a lot yeah. more and um to, to me that one minute I'd, I'd rather i'd rather be that one minute off my schedule than 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 risk that uh child's life but that that being said you know planning ahead and taking those precautions being aware of the risks on our roadways through our education programs and our and our safety programs uh related to to driving and, and seasonal issues that that are promoted through our PAO are, are key to helping ensure that we are, are increasing uh, safety within the roadways. And, and those practices apply both on and off post, um, whether you're here in Maryland and, and transitioning to being out on leave or back home while you're on leave visiting family. Um, sometimes it changes between the places and the locations that you're at, uh, say some soldiers assigned here but comes from the the mountains of uh, Colorado well you know it, it still might be 70 degrees and no snow here but snow yeah. in, in May in, in Colorado <laughs> and, and reminding them of those factors uh, throughout this the year and the season and in engagement with the leadership before they go on leave and asking those questions yep. Hey, where are you going? Oh, are you aware they just had another snowstorm in in April or May uh, before you go on leave, and um, helping re-engage those muscle memory of uh, safety factors and driving on uh, winter roads, even though it might be uh, springtime here. Yeah, I, I I like how you started off the conversation with individual responsibility. I think that's important. Like we we always want to be upset. Because the the you know maybe the speeds are a little too slow for our liking on the installation, 
but they're there and like that for a reason, you know, and it's for our safety and it's our responsibility as individuals, as drivers, service members, contractors, civilians, family members, Mm -hmm. you know, to, to adhere to those, to those speeds, Mm -hmm. uh, for the safety of, you know, the children and our service members so that they can continue to go to work. So nobody gets hit by a vehicle by accident while they're doing PT or playing, you know, in the road. And, that's why we're constantly sharing, you know, messages like this, bringing people like you on the show when we can. And and that's important and that's great. And I hope when our listeners hear it, they take it to heart. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's definitely like a team effort. Exactly. In terms of like yeah. individual responsibility, just to make sure everyone's safe on post. And yeah, I know I get frustrated, especially <laughs> going out the gate. I'm like, oh, I'm almost there. Yeah. <laughs> but, so are there any driver safety programs on base or within the local area uh, available to uh, Fort Meade and our community? Well, we, one of our biggest programs is the um, MSF, the Motorcycle uh, Safety Foundation mm-hmm. courses uh, to help educate our riders. And that's a requirement for all service members mm-hmm. to, to operate motorcycles on base. Now, now that being said, we do... training which is the intermediate drivers training for those that are under 26 and that here again it it is really focused on our our, uh, service members Uh, but we we double tap education in the community with uh, safety grams which we're starting the 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 uh, weekly safety slogans that we're providing at the garrison and to to help uh, remind our civilian population and educate our civilian population on, on these same factors that are that are affecting our community yeah i, I like those uh, weekly safety slogans i'm looking forward to really pushing those on social media and stuff like that see what kind of feedback maybe we could generate a conversation with the community you know get Absolutely. get them thinking outside of the box a little bit you know so what are some of the requirements for signing up for the, the course um like who can attend do you have to have a, a DOD CAC ID or a military ID, or can people off post also attend those courses? Uh, unfortunately, it is geared at the uh, the active duty and or service members. Um, they they can be reserved, but they have to be on an active status for that time gotcha. time okay. period to sign up. Uh, unfortunately, it would be very nice. Uh, but this is also, again, it's tied to a, a, a big army contract coming out of the safety center. Yeah. And we're not even technically the uh, the COR, the, the contracted representative. Mm-hmm. We're more a facilitator for the contract uh, to okay. provide this training. But it is all, all the service members, like I said, if they're going to operate a motorcycle, they, they have to have, whether it be the basic rider course, which is good for one year, or the advanced rider course, which is good for five years, and then refresher training uh, after that uh, every five years. Th- that that needs to occur for our service members. Okay. Okay, excellent. So uh, I got a question. Are, are there driver's education programs uh, for kids to help get their learner's permits uh, on or around the installation? N- not on the installation, uh, unfortunately, but there are a number of uh, uh, driver's schools surrounding the community and and unfortunately, I can't even remember the name of the one I sent my son to within the last six months. But <laughs> I know he went to one, and and it helped him out tremendously. Yeah. And and he'd had very little driving here coming from Italy, 
so they definitely geared them up and got them ready yeah. not only for the test but to operate on the maryland road system mm-hmm. yeah um over by where i live we have a dave's driving school which is mm-hmm. really good i don't know what they have around fort Meade, but we're going to find out and we're going to add that to the show notes when we post this out so people can get you know get their kids in get that get that experience on the road because I, I think honestly that's the best part um, my wife came from Germany and she had never driven a vehicle before mm. and she refused to let me show her because I actually was a driving instructor for, for soldiers when I was active duty, but she was like, no, you're not going to do it. She had to, she wanted to do it the official way. And so we went through a driving school and it, it paid dividends because she's, she's been an excellent driver since that time. So yeah, we'll definitely get those resources out for the community uh, that way people maybe can get some kids mm-hmm. some extra training and stuff. I know it's summertime and kids probably like itching exactly. to get that learner's permit. Yeah. And I, I know uh, uh, Maryland DOT, they offer um, some some online uh, uh, training suggestions Excellent. at their website as well um, to, to help point them in the right direction for the learner's permit and leading up to the testing. That's Excellent. awesome. So are there any initiatives for the summer uh, for in terms of driver safety or anything that you'd like to promote coming up? We've put out a, uh, a summer safety gram and the, highlighting some of the particular things, not just to driving, but to summer safety in terms of fireworks, boating, you know, water safety, of course, driving safety and uh, heat injury prevention and, and um, you know, uh, things as far as the hot weather safety were highlighted on there. Um, as far as the big events, really the biggest event um, coming on is the nor- is one of the events that's normal uh, for us is PCS season, yeah. but mm-hmm. we, we're having out a, a garrison change of command coming up, right. and that's a rather big event. I know it's not particular to safety, but the... Well, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes for events like that where that involves safety. You know, they have to take all those things into account. And we we had talked about they used to do a safety expo, mm-hmm. and we'd like to do that again, uh, but with COVID and me being it's new been here, difficult, yeah. it's been difficult to align those factors up. As, as you know, now I sound like I'm giving excuses, but with the mass changeover that we had within yeah. the office, uh, where three quarters of the the office retired all at the same time we're re rebuilding the team yeah so we can get to that point to to getting those initiatives and providing the those safety mm-hmm. expos and and sharing that that information amongst the the community i know outside of us that the behavioral health team uh, is providing a um a wellness fair yes uh, coming up in august and i yes. know that you that's a whole separate podcast yeah. oh yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> but but i know that that mental health and and that resiliency within our community is definitely needed in light of the isolation that goes along with covid yeah uh, definitely and, and and i think that that will greatly help everyone um that has had to deal with uh, the 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 uh, situations that came along with COVID. Yeah. 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 Mental health wellness is, is another form of safety. It's, it's mm-hmm. PMCSing yourself, you know, checking, make sure everything's good under the hood, you know? So on the initiative question, I, I forgot to talk about our pedestrian safety initiative and it's really applicable year round, not just in the summer, but 
but we're it's a, a long-term fix for a, an issue that's been identified here for quite some time. It, what we're doing is we're working with our uh, tenant partners and our garrison partners to improve the pedestrian vehicle safety on post, you know, try and avoid those uh, pedestrian vehicle encounters, which can definitely uh, lead to some uh, accident in injuries. And currently what we're doing is we're lo- looking at, and we've done had a, um, a vehicle traffic study performed, and we're generating uh, work orders and designs to add flashing signs and, and lighting at, at crosswalks and repainting a number of crosswalks, especially along MAPES, to, to help uh, with the uh, foot traffic in between over by 6th ACR and the, the PX, 6th ACR road, that is. And um, in addition, we're, there's a, we're going to be adding a paved footpath along uh, MAPES from the vicinity of the USO over to the PX to help with that foot traffic, not just uh, crossing the road. In addition, we're in the works with uh, upgrading the crosswalks and no parking marking along uh, 6th ACR to help protect the, the pedestrians from that vehicle traffic that they're encountering, in particular the student population from Dinfos over there. Yeah. Uh, now, I'd like to take credit and say, hey, I came up with this. You know, I identified something that that's not, not the case. What it is is this, these were initiatives that were started under my predecessor that has been talked about, but now we're, you know, because of their initial actions, we're now starting to get uh, some traction. And my goal is essentially to keep working with our, our sister directorates and our partner tenants to, to help continuing to move that ball across the goal line to help protect our community. Excellent. Excellent. So, so this is, is a crosswalk project that's been under works for a long period of time. We're just starting to see it, like it's starting to finally get to the implementation phase of everything. Well, it, it, not, not that long of a, t- a time period, but before right, I arrived, right, right. Um, it, they're, they're in the drafting process and, and allocation of money and, and what exactly it is. Uh, here recently, working with some of our sister or our tenant unit partners, we met with the Denfos mm-hmm. folks, uh, DES. Yeah. DPW uh, safety and and we really targeted focused okay exactly what are we talking about in right. which location and will this suit the needs of the tenants as well as the the garrison to achieve our goals of mm-hmm. protecting not just the the pedestrians but the 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 drivers right so right yeah it's an all-encompassing thing it's, it's right. to ensure everyone is safe right. absolutely right. you know like like I said it, it's it's not something I came up with, but I'm ho- hoping that I can help continue those efforts moving forward and, and bringing um, greater safety to our community. Well, Dave, thanks for being here. We appreciate you being on the show. And we look forward to sharing your safety models, uh, your weekly safety models. We're looking forward to it. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as iTunes. We're also on divotshub.net. If you search Fort Need to Classify, 